welcome to episode number 125 of the Applog Podcast. My name is Simon Head and I am your host for today. Before we get started, I want you to let you know that I am doing a Ride to Conquer Cancer in June. I am doing a pledging for it now. Uh, I have $220 raised already and I want you all to go to applog.ca and click on that banner on the right side that says Ride to Conquer Cancer. Tell a friend. It doesn't matter where you're from, because I know a lot of Australians are going to be tuning in on the show. But it doesn't matter where you're from, because cancer is a worldwide thing. I don't know if you know about that, but we have as much cancer here as you do in Australia. Maybe even more. Huh? Please, don't forget to go to appalock.ca and click on the banner to help me with my ride to conquer cancer, June 10th and 11th. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com slash and get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial when you go to audibletrial.com slash apolog. 180,000 titles to choose from. Now, when somebody comes with that one extra episode or one extra book, they're like, no, sorry, we only have 180,000. We can't allow any more. Uh, and then we'll, we'll let you know when somebody runs out of books and we'll be at 179,999 and then we'll let you have the 180th spot. You won't be up high on the front page, but... I'm delirious. I worked 20 hours yesterday, and I'm exhausted. Okay, anyways, for, uh, yeah, 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle Player, Android, and anything that plays audiobooks. The cool thing what it does, if you have a Kindle Fire, and you're, or if you're reading a book, and you take it to your Kindle Fire, it will actually, it knows where you were at, and then if you drive in your car, it'll play it from where you left off. It's, I don't know how it does it. Wizardry. Maybe it's the CIA could be CIA. So don't forget to go to audibletrial.com slash hotplug for your free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. I want to let everybody know about my Amazon affiliate program. If you're from Canada, you can go to applog.ca slash Amazon, and then you'll just get just pushed over to Amazon. And every time you shop, you'll be supporting the show, costs you no extra money, you know the spiel. If you're from anywhere else in the world, well, if you're American or if you're from... Uh, the UK, you can go to applog.ca and click on the banners located on the right side. Try it. Try it, Australians. It might work. Uh, bookmark the link banners every time you shop on Amazon. Use those links to shop. Support the show. Costs no extra money. I want to let everybody know about my Patreon campaign. Go to patreon.com slash Pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees. Cancel at any time. This is a very, very cool thing. And you know, podcasting ain't free, everybody. It costs mucho dinero. That's Spanish. That means lots of money. And and to, to put on a podcast, and I'm a one-man show, and I drive all over Toronto, Canada. I drive everywhere. I've flown to places to, to do episodes of this show. Not specifically, mind you, but I've put a lot of time and effort into it, and it really helps me out if you pledge on a monthly amount. Okay? If you're interested in something that's unique as a present, why don't you go to insightrecorders.com slash 3dprints. Number three, letter D, prints. One word. Check out the store. I've started this test store. And what it is, it's it's 3D printing. So these things called lithophanes, they're kind of a neat idea. What they do is you actually look it up to the light and it looks like a glob of plastic when you're not looking it in through the light. And when you do, it looks like a real picture, like your picture. It's not going to be my picture because that'd be weird. Uh, Insight Recorders also deals with online mixing, mastering for your record, for your band. So send your recorded album to Insight Recorders and it will be mixed and mastered to add a professional touch to your recording. Also, tons of other services there. You can open your own store there. Go go check out Insight Recorders slash contact for more information. Okay. 
go to applog.ca slash shop to pre-order an acoustic album we're working on. And I'm almost done, everybody. I'm almost done. Buy a t-shirt and buy some other stuff that's there. If you're on iTunes, which everybody is, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Give it some stars. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. Get caught up on any news by going to facebook.com slash Pod. That was a long one. Today on the show, I have Jody and Trish from a band called The Clouds. Now, I'm going to explain this in the first couple of minutes of the show on how I got introduced to The Clouds and how it was many, many years ago, 24 or something years ago, how I met their drummer. And I'm going to explain this. I'm going to explain this in the first five minutes of the show. But first, I'm going to play you a song by The Clouds. It's off their new EP that they're putting out after 20 years of not doing anything as a band. This song is called Mabel's Bookshop, and here it is. Mabel's Bookshop. 
Now, let's get to the conversation with Jody and Trish. Here it is. My new friends from Australia on the Apple Podcast. Oh my God, it's so good to meet you guys. You know why? Because I met... Who was playing drums for you in the early 90s? Um, things went in the early 90s. Um, Ref joined in what, about 93, 92? No, it was 93. And before that, it was somebody called Stuart. Okay, because I was in Vancouver, early 90s, at a hotel for Music West. And I I mean, I was out front and I meet this nice Australian man. And I said, hi, how you doing? What brings you to Canada? He said, I play in a band called The Clouds. I said, awesome. And then he came back down and gave me like a couple of cassettes and those cassettes stayed with me. Gosh, I, I was looking through this box and I'm like, where is this cassette? Where are those cassettes? And I had CDs and all this stuff. And uh, I played the crap out of your CDs and your, and, your, and your music over here. I felt like it was your ambassador. I think Jody already knows. <laughs> I gave her that spiel. But um, right? yeah. That's so awesome. You know, we've never met, but I, I've met people that you might know. A guy named Chris Moses, uh, and who's a tour manager of, in Australia. He brought this band I worked for called SNFU and tour managed us. And then he took me to your record label. I guess it would have been somewhere, I don't know, out of... It seemed like it was close to Sydney. And was, it, was it Red Eye? Yeah. Red Eye Records? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Foy. And I got, I got more EPs, CDs, and I got posters. And and uh, yeah, so I'm, I've been a fan. And I'm so stoked that you guys would take... Well, it took a while to put a record out. What, 20 years or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, well, yeah, actually, yeah, because Futura came out in, in um, uh, 1996, didn't it? Yeah, it's 20 years. So, yeah, 20 years, literally, yeah. And so so what, what brings a band back together after 20 years? I'm sure you guys all are friends. I mean, you know. Well, gosh, um, where do we start? Um, it, well, we got asked to do... Of the festival, a day on the green. That's usually what brings us out of the woodwork again. Yeah. Somebody invites us to play at some show that we can't refuse. And this time it seemed like a really great one because it was with Blondie and Cindy Lauper. So that's what we're about to do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, we just all get so busy, and Dave's got a full time job. We all have other stuff going on, and um, but yeah, this time it just seemed like, okay, this is a great opportunity. We'll seize it. And then we need to record as well. We need to have new songs because it's, it just doesn't feel right to us to keep touring and playing the old songs. It just mm. seems like not the clouds way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we finally pulled our fingers out and recorded some stuff. And, and also that kind of, time. that kind of would give the impression that we think that we've finished, um, and, and we can only look backwards, whereas yeah. we don't think that we can only look backwards. We want to look forwards as well. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you've all been making music and doing things on any level, you know, because I, I, I honestly, it took me 10 years. And when I found my friend Chad sent me this link saying that you're putting a record out and it was like, a oh, OK, this what's I, um, I felt like at least 20 years younger, you know, and that's I think that's what the impression like everybody gets a little bit older and they get a little bit more wise to what they like. 
and yeah. they go back to what makes them happy or what they can re- relate to, you know, with, with music and and being in being in a band obviously is one of those things like, hey, let's you sort of let old do you let like old wounds heal or was it were you guys ever like a tumultuous like arguing kind of band? Well, we weren't an arguing band, but we certainly had stresses and you know that made it difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, just touring in general is such a difficult grind, you know. Just to- and we we were together about what eight years or something, and of course, in everybody's personal lives as well, a, a hell of a lot can happen in that length of time. Yeah, and yeah. no, that has repercussions on everything else in your life. So, yeah, there were all sorts of external things being brought to bear, not, you know, along with internal sort of dynamics. Mm-hmm. Well, just being in your 20s and being all the stresses of being on a label and, and having to perform. And, and and when you're 20 or in your early 20s, you, you don't really know what life is all about until you, exactly. until you experience you really it. Although well, you think you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do, but you know, for simple things like you know having to go out every night and schmooze with record company people, you, like you, you think, oh, how glamorous! But at the time, I found that really difficult. You know, different city every night, especially across America, and then you'd have to go out and hang out with all of Electra or whatever, and do dinners and then gigs, and then if you're not sleeping properly, you just go a bit nuts. It's just, it's quite. I don't know. I found it really stressful. Well, just traveling but, um, 16 hours to get to L.A. Yeah. Yeah, is just yeah. for you guys to travel that far. We did a, a lot of travel. And, you know, I, I look at it now and think, oh, wow, how amazing. What an incredible thing we did. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, it was very hard for me. Well, I always find it neat when bands, like, you have Europe, you have America, and, and you have England, that it doesn't seem that sort of hard for a band from England to fly over to Canada and play some shows in Toronto. But if a band from Australia has to like travel just 16 hours just to get to LA, then mm. another seven or eight hours to get to Toronto or whatever, that's a hard go. Like I worked for a band called Spiderbait from Australia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they and they came over and they were trying to get a record deal and they were trying to make things happen in their in their band. And I think they realized that I think they got it. They had it good in 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 Australia, and and you guys just ventured out and you you tried to for world domination, you know, and that's that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, we we did. We put in a big effort, mm-hmm. and you know, we it well, might have worked out. I wouldn't say that was actually our goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. everybody's goal. You right? Uh, a little bit. Come on. No. no, we just wanted to. We just wanted to be able to keep making music and to to hopefully kind of turn over enough money to be able to keep making music and not have to do other jobs, which would limit the time we had available to make music. Yeah. No, I understand. And it may have, it may have continued if um, Electra hadn't dumped their whole roster because it was only a few months after we released Thunderhead over in America that, everyone was dumped from their their international roster so mm-hmm. we didn't really get a, a good chance yeah, yeah. and also um, prior to that when when we signed with um well we signed with red eye and then they uh entered into a relationship with i think it was polygram at the time and they changed they became polydor or whatever but um 
they turned down um, our our earlier um, recordings being released in the UK or Europe or America. So by the time we got something released in America, um, to us it was our sort of it was our third album, and we'd been playing for years, but. When it was released in America, um, reviews were sort of saying, oh, these guys sound like this band, they sound like that band, um, whereas we'd, we'd been playing for sort of for years, mm-hmm. um, but our earlier stuff hadn't come out, so. Mm-hmm. Well, what were the comparisons? Oh, you know, just, oh, you know, the, here's a band with female singers and with, yeah. you know, electric guitars, and, you know, don't they know we've already got the Throwing Muses and the Breeders and, um, you know. But we'd actually been around longer than those bands. It was just in America, people hadn't heard our releases before. Yeah, it's a tough, you know, listen, like as a Canadian, America's only two and a half hours away from me. I would never consider even getting in my car to drive and play an acoustic show on the other side of like Buffalo because it's impossible. Like to get there is work papers. There's they think you're a terrorist. Like they, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, yeah. it's impossible. Like to, you have to have a certain amount of shows booked. Like I, I don't know what it was like back then, but I haven't even tried. Like me as a musician, I just went to Europe because it's easier. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's just easier. Well, I don't know. We had other people do all that stuff for us and yeah. haven't really tried since, but, yeah. um, but I think yeah. Canada was the first place we played outside Australia though, wasn't it? JD? Yeah. I when think we so. did we, Vancouver would have been the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that takes us back, like, because that's when I first met the clouds for the first time. Yeah. I felt like, like you know, when you're you're young and you find a band, you like you really just attach yourself to it, and it's uh, yeah, it was one of those moments, you know. So you know, if that if you, the music that I heard was you know very sort of because I grew up with power pop and like early new wave, like squeeze, split ends. Uh huh. Um, yeah. You know, and then even Crowded House and like you know Neil Finn later on. But I worked for punk rock and metal bands, so it was real tough for me to sort of like, you know, <laughs> be cool in the van. You know what I mean? But <laughs> with my new wave tendencies. Um, but that's sort of I heard a lot of that. Like I heard a lot of melodic, um, interesting lyrics, and it was it was an exciting time for me. You know, because I felt like I discovered something. Yeah. Well, we had we had those influences too. I grew up listening to Split Ends. Yeah. Um, I'm from New Zealand. You probably know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We listened to that sort of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, and was was I mean like bands that sort of make it make it. That's such a horrible word, but bands that sort of get notarized, not like notoriety outside of Australia and outside of that area. It must be a real special thing because I know even if a Canadian does something in in America, that's sort of like whoa, that's that's big news for us, right? Yeah, well, back then, I mean, just just to have the nerve to pack everything up and make that trip to America, you had to already be pretty successful here mm-hmm. and have you know a, a pretty reasonable expectation that it's going to be worth your while mm-hmm. to to invest so much in going to another country. So, yeah, I mean, as you say, bands from Australia that have been heard of over there, you know, they have to have pretty much kind of made it <laughs> to get that far. Yeah. Um, not, which is not to say, actually, that 
that we had made it by then or that we we did make it but we had some we had support from the record label when we went over to america that's the only way we got there mm-hmm. yeah and we had management everyone was really working hard for us and that's the thing like you have to do that you can't just stay in, even if you do get to a certain level in australia you can't just stay here because you just keep going around in circles there's just not enough people <laughs> not yeah. enough towns in between the other the big towns you know what i mean so it's just a natural progression really yeah and it's a big step you know so it's, <laughs> it's yeah. very cool very cool um so to put out a record because i i did see i didn't even see anything i read something that there was a reunion like like two or three years ago or actually four years ago five years ago now but that never made it to canada like or was there like a, a show or the uh, 2013 reunion no, I think the the reason uh-huh. we got back together in the first place was 2011. We were invited to do a great show in Sydney with the Wonder Stuff and Jesus Jones. Was not was that them? Was it those bands? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we, yeah. Came, we thought, oh, that sounds fun. So yeah. we did that. Well, that was the then, whole tour, actually, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right, Brisbane and Melbourne yeah. too. And then we yeah. had such a great time. We went on and did our own little tour. And then again, we did it in 2014. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's yeah. just been kind of yeah. dabbling, but this time it just feels like more fun, and I don't know. But we haven't just... we haven't played outside Australia though, because um, no, you know, people have got jobs, and between us, the the four of us, there's what there's four children, four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we don't have um, a label behind us either. We don't have yeah, we don't have a machine be- behind us anymore because so, we're doing we don't this have whole, that whole infrastructure that we had before. Yeah. But we have the internet. I mean, that didn't exactly. exist 20 years ago, and it allows people to put music out. I mean, yeah. what's your feelings on, like, Cream Rises to the Top and, and all that things that people talk about the internet? Like, because you, you, you came up in a support system in that from old, I guess, old older guarded, older guard um, uh, record label stuff, where there was a team. Yeah, we're old school. Yeah, yeah we yeah. were the that era, and then we've had to embrace the new which we're doing pretty well, <laughs> but um, and it's a lot more free. I mean, I love not having a record label and not having a million business people breathing down your neck. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it means you've got a lot of organizing to do. So it's you know, so you it's a learning to- process that, about, about trying to yeah get everything in order. I mean, it's like being a self-managed band when I was t- fifteen years ago. It was it's real tough to do. But yeah. but now but when you've got the momentum of fans, which we do have, and really great people, you know, mm-hmm. really supportive, that gives you that little bit of extra encouragement and fire in your belly to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Now are you taking? You, sorry, go ahead. You, I'll just you you were you were um, starting to talk about internet success and and cream rising to the top and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wonder whether the fact that anybody can just film themselves singing in their bedroom and putting something up, you know, they can put something up on YouTube. Um, I think there's a hell of a lot of truly um, amazingly talented people and that there, there's just there's so much choice that I think that there's a hell of a lot gets overlooked because, mm. um, you know, how, how do you find it? 
There's so much noise. Yeah, you know, these songs that have got hundreds of millions of hits, and they're not necessarily the best thing out there. Yeah, it's just that. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Yeah, I think I think that that's actually not necessarily true. That the best stuff is the most well-known stuff. Yeah. See, I I spoke to um, a guy who used to um, who was an A and R guy here in BMG, in Canada, and he he laid it down because. When you have a team behind you, these are a bunch of people who who are really good at certain things. And if somebody's really good at getting your song on the radio, that's the person you need in your corner. Um, now, yeah. radio's kind of dead. I don't know what Australia's about, but I know that our terrestrial radio in Canada and North America in general is gone. I mean, it's all, mm. it's all, you know, Apple kind of took everything for, you yeah. Know, and yeah, we have we have radio, and and obviously there's still a, a listenership there. But um, but you know you know like you know the whole Facebook bubble thing where you kind of think, oh wow, isn't that weird? Everyone everyone on Facebook has the same opinions as me, mm-hmm. but that's because of the logarithms. Well, you know, people in their playlists and Spotify and whatever, um, they they're not necessarily going to be exposed to kind of new stuff because of the bubble effect and the 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 logarithms and the way that something that will be suggested for you um, will have certain points in common with stuff you've already listened to. So you, you're, you're actually being restricted in what you're exposed to. Right, yeah. So if you just listen... Whereas radio just plays whatever the hell the program director <laughs> um, plays, and so you might get a wider exposure on, on radio. But. Yeah, I mean, even the old days with record stores, like you'd meet that guy behind the counter and he would be the one saying, hey, get this, this is really good. Um, yeah. You know, and you couldn't just go, f- I mean... I, mean, so some- I think those people still exist, though, like those taste makers or whatever you call them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you can seek out blogs, you can seek out new music websites and yeah. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. It, well, it is exciting times because it's not fully... There was a time when everybody was like, this is the way we do it. And now it seems like the rules are constantly changing faster yeah. than the musical trends can keep up. Like, yeah, I yeah. Read somewhere totally. on, a, on, a, on a, like a statistic about how many number one singles need to be on radio. And I, I think it's like I think four a month or something. I can't remember what the statistic is, but that's a lot. That's a lot of work. Like where you'd have a band like Led Zeppelin and that would be like, Led Zeppelin would just be the band that wouldn't care about how many records they sold. It was like about art and music and, and how successful was based on their myth. And yeah. now yeah. we're in an internet where the internet will tell you everything about this person and where you're from and why you're, you know, what you're doing, what you did today. And then you, as a, you know, as a Twitter person, you, you tell everybody what you're doing. So there's no real myth anymore about like, Who's this person? You know, <laughs> unless you choose not to tell them, <laughs> yeah. they still know where you are. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, look at us. Like, we're on the internet. And we're talking. I mean, this never existed. Like this, like this is witchery, you know. And it's amazing stuff because I remember. I don't know if you remember, like, because I'm we're I'm 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 older, and and I remember asking someone, "What time is it there?" Like, in, and I'd call like Vancouver and say, "What time is it there?" Now it's just you t- you type a thing in, in onto your webpage and say, "Oh, it's that time there," you know? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Oh well, we just have to embrace it. Yeah, I suppose. So, yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, so you guys are kind of forward thinking about 
like what you're going to do as a band are you going to are you going to carry on you you know because there is an ep uh i heard one song and it's out when is it out it's out now it's it's out out now oh Although, unfortunately, it's on CD Baby, but the site, the CD Baby site is down. We don't know why. There's not been any information, but um, it's on SoundCloud. You can hear it on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's a private link, Trish. I think. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you can can go to CD Baby and Google Zaffer, Z-A-F-F-R-E, by the clouds, Mm -hmm. and that's how you can buy it and hear it except yeah cd baby's down at the moment (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know what's going on there yeah so but our our plans are to continue doing smaller eps like the basic plan is to do another couple of three song eps digitally and then working up to a vinyl release a full album with with how long that takes so all these songs from the EPs will then turn into a, an, a, an actual vinyl release? Yeah, yeah well, with, we'll with some other songs as well. With, yeah, with some new songs. That's cool. So um, well, how do you like recording? Well, I guess you guys have always just recorded, like, regardless. Like, it's not like they sort of brought you and dusted you off and put you in a recording studio. Said, but, like, what do, you, what do you think of today's technology with the recording and everybody having a laptop and all that well, stuff? Well, we're using it. <laughs> yeah. Because we live, in, we live in four different cities. Yeah. Um, so we we can't get together and record the way we used to. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is people are, are doing their own bits, and then we we send them around, and other people add bits on, and then and we we Skype and and um, you know talk about how whether the intro is working or not, or or whether we should you know have a longer guitar break or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we're doing it. We're it, this is you know it's all it's full use of the current technology mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is there any yeah, it's working well yeah, yeah. is there any, so there's no trade-off there's like um i mean obviously technology like today is obvious like it gets in the way when you're trying to you know have a combo but does it is there a trade-off between sitting i mean obviously you can't just sit in a room and anymore or you can't make the time because everybody's so busy but do you do you kind of miss those days of everybody sitting in a room and hashing it out, or was it faster? Because I, I do notice that when I mix bands online, it takes longer for them to get their feedback back to me. Yeah, no, there's a process of having to all talk at the same time and and agree on things, and uh, so yeah, it's not as immediate, mm-hmm. and it's de- it's definitely different. We were worried that it would just wouldn't work not being in a room together, mm-hmm. but it seems to have worked. And I think the the more we do it, the better we'll get at it as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll streamline it. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, when you come with points and you're, we're like in a situation like this, you can actually have your points more realized than sitting in a fiery conversation behind a yeah. recording yeah. console. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and everything yeah. is more civil and civilized, you know, and also, if um, you want to try something different with the mix or with the balance, um, you've actually you've got time to listen to it mm-hmm. rather than all of you being in the room. The engineer gives it a go. You get you get sort of one listen, and then you you have to say yes or no. Um, the way we're doing it now, um, Dave has has been doing the producing. Dave, our guitarist, um, if some if somebody says, "Oh, look, I think the tops are a bit bright," could, you know, could you put pull that back a bit, he can do a mix, everyone can listen to it for a day or two and then 
say whether they think it's working or not or, um, you know, things can be a bit more considered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, you know, it's, yeah, I didn't, I do kind of miss the fact when you could sit in the room, though, and say, oh, let's talk our points out, because it did happen faster. And I mean, yeah. for the sake of, for the sake of conversation, like the, the art part of it seemed for me, a little bit more like, oh, now we're working together. And, you know, and it's like I said, you guys are in different cities all over Australia. It's a tough to, it's tough to find that time to get together. It's understandable. Well, on, on this tour that we've got coming up, we've got uh, a couple of rehearsals booked to, to rehearse the set. And then we've got a couple, of, a couple more rehearsals booked after the first few shows to work on new stuff. So we will have that kind of, um, you know, feeding off each other all in the same room, ideas, bouncing ideas around. We will have that opportunity for yeah. new songs. So that's exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you there, JD? You, you, oh yeah, <laughs> we're all here. Um, yeah, I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was going to say that is exciting. It is exciting because, I mean, it's like a little family, right? Your band is a a band is like a little family, and when you don't yeah. see each other for a while, you can actually it makes that uh, the the together time more special. That's yeah, true. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. And so, where the art sort of lacks, where you kind of have to Skype each other, you can get together and get more work done faster because you've taken out the the constant being in the van with the person the whole time. I yeah, guess. true. I true. Get that. And we know that we have to focus. We know it's not like the old days where where you'd sort of play for ten minutes and then say, "Oh, let's go and get a kebab." <laughs> <laughs> we won't be doing that. Yeah, time is short, right? Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Well, I, you know, I like I said, like the Clouds were one of those bands that I thought I I really did I discovered, and I I really I did I held the flag for good fifteen years, you know, and those cassettes got worn out, you know, and uh, I played them for whoever I could let listen to, and you know, and it so I I I hope you guys do make it out this way because. Uh, you know, I don't know what's. Oh, we'd love to look if you if you can think of a promoter we should contact or someone who could organize a tour for us. Let us know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I we'll mean, be there in a flash. just because. Yeah, I mean, listen. There's there's God, there's there's so many reasons why I'd want you to do it, but there's so many reasons why I think. Uh, what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's expensive. No, yeah. no, no. But wrong. we'd love to. But um. Uh, the other thing is, Simon, I I should send you a link to the uh, to the whole EP because yeah. you need to be able to play the other two songs. Oh yeah. So I'll yeah. I'll do yeah. that when we get off here. Yeah, I really appreciate that. You know, and uh, it's funny because yeah. my friend Chad Xavier, uh, who plays played in a band called Threadbare, it was like the it was sort of like a like a hardcore band. They were on a band like a label called Doghouse Records and. He used to um, he used to put us up in his house when we'd ever be tour around in the early '90s, and so I I introduced him to your band, and uh, and he was the one that sent me the link for your song on 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 uh, on uh, Cloud. Oh, sorry, on um, SoundCloud. So mm-hmm. I was. Is he Australian? No, he's from. He used to oh. be. He used to live in Minneapolis. Now he lives in uh, New York, upstate New York. So he was the one that let me know that this was happening. So I th- that was kind of a neat little. 
you know, circle where we all, the community still kind of provides a little bit information like that. Right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's good to know. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, I really, you know, I wish you guys like super, super, super huge success. I'm a little delirious right now because it's one in the morning and I'm yeah. been up. I've been recording a band all day since like uh, 10 o'clock this morning. Ah, okay. I have too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm actually at rehearsing a band at the moment. I'm, I've taken a, a bit of time out of rehearsal yeah. <laughs> to speak to you. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's, so, oh, it's so great that you guys have always been playing music, but unfortunately that big body of water stops me from finding out that information, you know, readily. And uh, Well, now, if, now that you're on Facebook, you'll be able to find out you know, you'll find everything that we do goes up there. So yeah, yeah, you won't lose us again. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, guys. Um, thanks so much for doing the show. I, I you know, and um, you know, all the success. And please send me the link, and I'll play a song. Yeah. When whenever I put this out, I think it's gonna come out. Uh, I think three weeks. Three weeks. Okay, so. cool. Well, hopefully, okay. CD Baby right. will be back up by then. Yeah, well, you know what? CD Baby is kind of crappy. You guys need to uh -oh. do... Don't do Bandcamp either. Don't... Well, ah. CD Baby used to be good, and then Bandcamp camp used to be the big thing. So what's eh. the good thing now? Well, I think that if you guys want it... Like, you should just put it on your own website and sell it on your own website. You don't have one, but yeah. Get one, because it's... Yeah. I think we're, we're hitting a... I'm, I'm the full one that's holding the flag saying, own your own destiny, because iTunes, CD Baby, um, Bandcamp, they're in a they're a big pool and you're throwing yourself <laughs> in that pool with them with all those other bands, with all the other noise. And um, mm -hmm. and if you can drive people to your site, it's your yeah, site, yeah. you know, it's yours and that's as punk rock or as DIY as it can get, you know, and no, it's a good point. It's just someone's gotta run the thing. So yeah, we'll mm. talk about that. <laughs> we'll, we we, we yeah. will do it. Yeah, you know, it, it's so easy to have a website now. Like, compared to 10, 15 years ago, I mean... Well, yeah, I have one, but, yeah, it's just... yeah. It's well, cool. we tend to we'll just use it. Facebook, really, but... Yeah. Um, they have a store now. Actually, I think Facebook has links to the store. So you could, oh, do okay. it. You okay. could, you could do it. Well, I mean, yeah, so that's that's my rant. That's my soapbox moment about owning your own, uh, your own destiny. No, I like it. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool, guys. Thanks for doing the show. Well, thank you, nice Simon. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nice to Thanks. meet you. Absolutely. I'm going to hit stop now. You too. Take care. That was an awesome one. Always a good time talking to new people. Jody and Trish, thank you so much for doing this show. That was very nice of you. I know we had a little glitch at the start there with the uh, with the internet not behaving. And I know that we had, a, I think it was an 18 or 16 hour time difference. So when it was midnight my time, it was something like four in the afternoon the next day there. So they're kind of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'd like to have a little snack. And I had just gotten back from a 16 hour hell day. So <laughs> we got through it. Anybody else from Australia wants to do the show, come on, let's do it. Now I know how to do it. I got the time schedule figured out. If I do it Saturday night at midnight, then it's four in the afternoon Sunday. So there you go things you learn from doing a podcast it's not the people you meet it's the times deals things you have to deal with thanks so much for the show everybody thank you don't forget to go to ride the conquer cancer banner located at the apple.ca site on that right side tell a friend 
help. Let's conquer cancer. And I said it last week, and I say it this week, let's conquer cancer with my butt. Let's do it with my butt, because my butt's going to be conquered from riding to cure cancer. Uh, don't forget to go to audibletrial.com slash apolog and get a free audio book download and 30-day free trial. When you're shopping on Amazon, Canadians, go to apolog.ca slash Amazon. And if you're from everywhere else, like you say, or UK, go to apolog.ca. Click on those banners on the right side, just under the Ride to Conquer Cancer, by the way. Uh, Patreon, thank you for the support I get on Patreon every week or every month. Patreon.com slash Apolog if you want to join up with that. That's great. You know what? The cool thing about... If I get a certain amount, I just won't do spots anymore. So, how about that? That's pretty cool, right? So, if you can, you can get on board with that. Please, thank you so much. Um, who do I got next week? Who do I have? I have Theo Gutenak from the band Gob. Now, that's a, that's a good one. That's a long... like Because... Theo's just an interesting guy. I haven't talked to Theo really for any more than maybe 10 minutes at a time over the past 25 years. So here we are talking and it's a, uh, it was a good one. It was a long, fun chat. He joined me from Vancouver, not quite Australia, mm, but uh, it was good. So anyways, I'm going to put a secret word because this one, uh, I've been droning on a little bit. I'm going to put a secret word and here's a secret word. Gutsunakis is the last name of Theo. If you, um, if you... Send me a message over Facebook or through Twitter and the hashtag or whatever you kids call it. It's Gutenakis. That's, I, I don't know. I'm not even trying to spell it. Even if it looks familiar, I'll send you a t-shirt, okay? T-shirt. You just got to text me uh, the hidden word and I'll send you a t-shirt. Okay, everybody? Thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye-bye.